I can tell you. Well, tell tell us. I can tell you some of it. What? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know all of it. Well, you might. Oh. Once you hear the first part. Okay. Well, I'm ready. Go for it. I'm just kidding. No, it was fun. It was uh, so everybody talks about the whole Mexico thing, right? Like you're oh, you're taking your life in your own hands, and we heard all of that before we went. And uh, we were staying in a um, in a very nice uh, resort. It's my buddy. It's a timeshare, and uh, and I think I told you about this. That it really, I say that a lot. I know uh, it really is um, a pretty cool place because they have fourteen restaurants on the property, and they've got you know ten pools, and and it's right on the beach in Puerto Vallarta. So. Um, interestingly though, you say, well, you know, Puerto Vallarta, that's very nice. That's like going into, into Illinois on the weekend. Um, and, and it kind of is, um, except <laughs> the couple we were with, the guy, uh, managed to get just a little touch of Montezuma's revenge because we went into Puerto Vallarta. Nice. Yeah. Well, so not. going over to Illinois, for someone yes. who went to school in St. Louis yeah. means something completely different than I think you're saying it as. Maybe, but if you used to go to like Quincy or East no, St. Louis. East St. Louis, yeah. Did you did you go in for maybe because you could drink? No. No. Okay. Why did you go there? Hookers? No, no. Okay. They had great food carts. Anyway. So yeah, East St. Louis is a well known area of oh, I know, cultural entertainment yes yes cultural that's a very nice way of saying it cultural okay. entertainment mm-hmm. right i will uh, digress the so anyway but you go into Puerto of Ireland, and it's very nice and there was a restaurant at which they had eaten uh the last time they went and they wanted to take us there and we're all excited so we walked up and down the marketplace in Puerto of Ireland, which is very cool quite interesting uh, stopped and had a drink on the way, which you have to do by law. And then we thought we would just do a quick stop at a public restroom. And we forget that you typically wash your hands after you use the restroom. The water that you use when you wash your hands is not anything that you want to mess with. And uh, unlike the resort we were staying in, that everything is filtered and chlorinated and so on. So it kills any of the bacteria that cause that sort of thing, but not in downtown part of Iarda. So when we got to this restaurant after washing our hands and so on, I was very careful not to touch my face because I was thinking about it. And I immediately went into the restroom uh, at the restaurant and soaped up and washed my hands really well and came out and ate. Well, my buddy Matt did not. Oh, no. And I'm convinced that that is probably what caused it. And it didn't come on until late that night, but he was up the whole night. And they have a, a doctor on premises at this resort. I mean, it's a huge place. And the guy came to the room and gave him some Cithro Max, or it's like it's a, some sort of an antibiotic to kill that. And, wow. And so it, slow recovery, but oh my gosh, I put a damper on a damper on at least two days for him. That's crazy. Yeah. So you got to watch that stuff. I would be perfectly fine in this resort and never go downtown in part of Iarda because the resort was that nice. Hmm. Um, so anyway, it, it was very good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it, not only did it have the beach from the bay right in front of part of Iarda and Nuevo Vallarta, it also, uh, you know, had all these great pools and I'm more of a pool guy than a beach guy. Are you beach centric? No, it really depends. I do enjoy waves. So if there's a good wave set and I can go and, and play with that boogie board or body surf or something like that, or just even bob in the waves, I love that. But everything else about it, the sand in your feet, the sitting out on the, on the beach, just kind of roasting in the sun, not necessarily my bag. I would prefer to be in a pool at that point. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I'm the pool guy, but I do. Oh, you're going to love this. They have a lazy river that probably goes, I'm going to guess, maybe half a mile. Nice. Or so. I'd be there. So, yeah, the it's time. a nice long one, but there is a section of it 
that once every 10 minutes or, or something like that, it has a wave generator. Oh, fun. In the lazy river. So you're, you're coming down real <laughs> lazily on the river and you get to this section that's just off to the side and the wave generator starts. And I mean, these are three foot waves. <laughs> so it's not quite as lazy as it was before. But sure. We found ourselves just parking in front of that thing, waiting for it to start because it was so much fun. See, I that's I would be there the whole time. I wouldn't need the beach at that point. Give me some it, waves. It, that yeah. would be a blast. The only thing that would make it better, and I bet you if once I say this, you're going to say, oh, they have that, is a Lazy River swim-up bar. They did not have that in the Lazy River, but it was probably... 10 steps away when you got out of the lazy river. There you go. That's the one thing that I miss on the beach too, is just a, if there was a bar, not necessarily you know, on the beach, but in the water. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny too, because you'll see, <laughs> you'll see people who spend most of the day at the swim up bar. Yeah. And so their suntan is from the water level up to the tops of their shoulder. And usually they're, you know, burned right. completely. Right. Because they lose track of time and brain cells while they're there. That's funny. But oh my gosh, yeah. And trying to, uh, and my buddy Matt is a ginger, so he's Ooh, he, even worse. Yeah, he, well, he puts fifty on and and then kind of follows the shade around uh, as as it goes. But anyway, it's pretty funny to watch people because you see some awesome tan lines after two or three days, especially from. Midwesterners in December who have no idea how right. bad they're getting burned. The The reason my wife and I chose the island that we went to for our honeymoon was because it was inexpensive, but also because it had a swim-up bar. A week because of the bar because you Because of chose? the bar, yeah. That's, it was just really cool. It's kind of a tiki barish thing. And yeah, the was, place was a dump, but it had a really nice bar. Actually, it was really, really nice. It was okay. the island that all of the uh, actors stayed at for the filming of um, Pirates of the Caribbean. So oh, this awesome. was St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and the, the island is called yeah, Young yeah. Island. Uh, but a week before we went, there was a hurricane, and it blew the bar away. So the bar oh, didn't exist when no. we got there. We were so disappointed. We still had a blast, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just banged my microphone. Did you hit it with your head? No, that was with my hand. I was going to scratch my nose. Oh. Yep. Well, you can... Well, I'm just going to leave that alone because I don't think other people know that you were not really scratching your nose. Um, so, well, that's... My nose that's is very... Little. I've got a very big nose. It's a huge <laughs> nose. It is not. It's very <laughs> fine for your face. Well, I mean, let's face it, you have a massive head. Yeah, I do. I really do. No, you don't. It's yeah. very no. It's are, are you talking about physical head or ego? Let's move on. Yeah, okay. Probably uh, a really good idea. <laughs> so so we uh, it was it was a really fun place and there were a lot of uh, I, but seriously the restaurants were incredible. I, I just I, I cannot even tell you how good the service was, how terrific the food was. And and that's the nice part about going someplace like that, that it, they kind of take all the question marks out. And this is a company. It's called Vedanta. I guess I can use them. And I'm sure they'll be sponsoring us. Now. I'm sure. Yeah. It's just like I everyone else. Spanish. I have to learn to speak Spanish, though. Um, but th the beauty of that is that they, they've been in business 45 years, so they have made all the mistakes. They know what to do and man, they are constantly building this empire. It's pretty impressive. That's awesome. Yeah. The, the Mexican Very, Ritz Carlton. You know, I, I wouldn't say it's that, but it's, it's sure, it's sure the Mexican Marriott. Nice. Yeah. Can you use your Marriott points? I wish. Yeah, me too. That would be nice. Well, and we have a deal worked out with our friends that they, because it's their timeshare, they handle the what it essentially costs for the uh, upgrade to a two-bedroom, uh, two-bath. I mean, it's an awesome little, like a condo almost, full kitchen and, you know, uh, all of that. Uh, and then I just pay for the airfare. Nice. And then we split whatever we spend, you know, on food and blah, 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 as we're there for the week. So anyway, it was – it's really cool and, and I – I just keep reminding myself that we all need to take that time sometimes, and we don't always um, 
you know, it's not always at the top of my priority list, but it should be because it was really nice. That's good. It must be an age thing because I cannot, we've talked about this many times, whether it yeah. be a sickness or vacation, I can't sit for more than a couple of days without having to get back to work. And even if it's not work, work, it's, you know, I've got to be doing some sort of project. The thing, sorry, I clicked the mute button. The thing that I notice is that it, it takes me three days to relax. Mm -hmm. And it's not as bad as it used to be. When I was in retail, it was a lot worse, you know, because, and I don't know about you, but, but it was way more stressful than my job is today. And I know your job, but I don't know how it affects you. I, I, maybe it, it is an age thing because the older I get, the less I'm affected by it. Right. You know, it's, but, you've, you've also probably read the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> you've recommended it more than once. I have. It's a great book. Well, his follow up I, wasn't well, as good, but the, the first one was great. I, I wouldn't frame it as that necessarily. For me, it's more of a, uh, it's more of a, uh, lack of micromanaging. Right. Well, and so that, that actually just, just to clarify yeah. that book's title is a little bit misleading because that's what he's, he's not saying, don't give a fuck about anything. He is seriously talking about pick and choose what you actually care about sure. or what will, it, it's kind of that, that whole thing when, if you look at something, something goes wrong, there's a hiccup at your job or something like that. Can you do anything about it? Yes or no? Will it affect your life? Yes or no? If it if you answer no to both of those things, then yeah. it doesn't really matter. So move on and get something else done. That's kind of compartmentalizing. Exactly. And, yeah. and just yeah. kind of, you know, not worrying about the stuff that you can't control. Well, and that's good advice anyway, for sure. Absolutely. Um, it's just uh, phrased know. a different way and and that that's sometimes the same advice as long as it's phrased a different way is going to be more effective for some people. For well, me, it's, the subtle yeah. art of not giving a fuck is very effective. <laughs> well, let's face it. that uh, it, it sounds like clickbait to me. It is. That's exactly what it is. But no, it's, it's all psychology. Nick bait. Nick bait. Yep. Yeah. Potty bait. Wow. Yeah. That, no, it's not. Let's move away Doesn't from that sound one. sound as good. Yeah. yeah no. I like Nick bait. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Hashtag Nick bait. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd do that because there could be some confusion around that too. That's true. That's people true. wondering if you really did hit the mic with your hand. Right. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so thank you for asking. It was a really nice time. I felt uh, regenerated after uh, getting back. You and, sound regenerated. Yeah, you I know. regenerated we came a back, cold. Well, and that's the problem. We came back on Saturday. And we were smart about it this time because last time we went, uh, two years ago, we connected through Minneapolis. And it, it's unfortunate that when you go to customs and you connect through, I'm sure it's any other airport as well, but through Minneapolis in particular, you have to get your bags, go through customs, and then you have to recheck your bags again. Yeah. And it is the biggest cluster Ever. Mm -hmm. And so we made a deal that we were not connecting this year. So I had to go with a different airline than I normally do. And they were fine. Uh, but it was nice because we actually drove to Chicago, spent the night the night before, and then hopped on a plane uh, at O'Hare and came back the same way, parked our car at the uh, hotel. And then we, so we just grabbed the car and drove home when we were when we were back. So it actually worked out great and not having to connect was amazing. That's awesome. Are you, yeah. are you closer to Chicago than you are to Minneapolis? Yes. Okay. Chicago is, um, without traffic, it's about an hour and 45, let's say. That's not uh, bad. O'Hare. Okay. And Minneapolis um, is two and a half? Minneapolis is about four and a half. Four, four and to four. Half? Yeah. No. Yeah, or, you, uh, you can get from Minneapolis to Chicago in four and a half hours. No, you can't. Not unless you have some sort of a jet. Or a lead foot. Or that. I swear it's that close. But I, you know, I have been wrong before. What? Not very often, but it yep. happens. I, do, I'm allowed one a year. Do a Google Maps and let's, let's do it right now. No, because, I don't want to. Oh, I'm going no. to. You uh -uh. know why? No. Because I have to. Oh. Because this is what I do. 
Well, don't and get Google sick, a, okay? If there's a chance of proving you wrong, you know I want to. But I just admitted that I could be wrong. So why do you have to prove that I am? Because I think it's important to clarify that for our listeners. Oh, it's so it's a PSA type of thing. It is. It's, okay. it's very much that. If, because Since uh, you phrased it like that or, or put it in that you context. You actually did, yeah. I, yeah, uh-huh. go for it. Uh, here we go. Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Uh, via I-94 East, the fastest way, four hours and 27 minutes. Look at you. 290 miles. Hmm. So I was pretty darn close. You were very without close. Without going over. I guess I did go over. So you can do it faster. Chicago, in my experience, and I've done that a couple of times, tack on an extra hour and a half from the northwest suburbs. So it's about six, typically. And that's with no traffic, because Chicago is always a crapshoot. Minneapolis can be a little bit, depending upon when you're getting in. Yes. Don't shit. Sorry. I w- uh, There's a uh, smell up here, and I it smells not good, like dog poop. And I would be very disappointed if my dogs did that. Second of all, I don't see anything, and it's a very small room, so I don't know why. Maybe uh, there's a dog up here farting. Had that. I think maybe it might be a dog fart. Are your dogs farters? Yes, they are. My dog, so we had one, our previous dog uh, was. And so you just kind of, well, you know, and I blame it on Lisa. Sure. Um, and, and, but this dog is not. Uh, it is, when he does, you know he has some problems going on. So you get a little scared when that happens. But yeah, anytime I smell it, there's something. Who dealt it, right? <laughs> Do you hear all the dogs outside now? I don't. Oh, well, that's good. I do, very clearly. I don't at all. It must be the wonderful setup of your home studio. Yes, must be. That's yes. it. Yes. Yes, that's it. How's your weather today? Uh, it is sunny, and it will be about 50 degrees today, which is kind of Are funny. Are you changing this line of questioning? Am I? What? Oh, shucks. You cut out for a second there. Oh, that did was I? weird. <laughs> that yeah, was weird. Or I did. Let me try that again. It's sunny and about 50 degrees today, or it will be at least 50 degrees today. Very it's, nice. Yeah. I would I would ride the Harley in 50 degrees. Yes, you would. And I yeah. will probably go out and do some, some yard work today. I don't know. But my um, my aunt... And so the weather has been actually fairly nice recently. Uh, they The weather people keep getting it wrong, uh, per usual. And there was a big, yeah. long... I think it was either Twitter or... Excuse me. Facebook conversation... Because I'm a part of a group in on Facebook that's uh, our community. So I live in Nashville, technically, but we are an annexed part of Nashville called Bellevue. Sure. And there's a Bellevue Facebook page. So people were complaining about the fact, and this was earlier in the week, I was actually in Cincinnati, and on, I think, Wednesday, it was supposed to snow and be, get about one to three inches here in Nashville, which is a lot for Nashville. Yeah. And then nothing happened. Like it was, it, I guess it flurried a little and there was a little bit of rain, but that was it. So not even close to, uh, not even a dusting of snow. So Ugh. everyone went to this page and started just blasting all of the weather people because there was nothing. And they, well, they were trying, yeah. they were getting everyone fired up, you know. It was and they wanted those, snow, of course. Yeah, yeah, they wanted snow. And, and of course, because it's one to three inches, everyone went to the grocery store and cleaned the, uh, the grocery stores. up on up. water. Exactly, and water and bread. Yes. Yeah, the, the staples. <laughs> So yeah, they, they got really pissed, but it's, uh, so they, they have forecasted rain, uh, pretty much the entire weekend and, uh, into next week with a little bit of snow possibility, but again, it's 50 degrees and sunny. My, when is the la- or how often do you have white Christmases there? Never. Oh, really? Yeah. We've never had a white Christmas here. Um, it's snowed, Ever. but then, well, since we've been here now, oh, okay. uh, they probably have in some past life, but, the uh, so my aunt came down from Minnesota to see Peyton in the Nutcracker, awesome. and when she left, it was snowing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So, of course, this is like going to the beach for her because it's fifty degrees. When she woke up um, the day that she came, it was uh, negative two, I think. So. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Very happy, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But she's also like me; she likes the cold. I get that from her, probably. I don't remember it- if my mom liked the cold or not. Remind me again where home is for her. Minneapolis. Okay. 
Yeah, it's been markedly colder there than it has here. It's uh, been a cold start to the season. Very yeah. cold. Not necessarily, well, I mean, I'm sure there's snowy places, but not necessarily snowy for a lot of us. I know the East Coast has been getting hit a lot. Um, you guys have snow right now, right? No, not on the no? ground. Okay. So I think they, I think Minneapolis has snow a little bit. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's just been, just been cold. The polar vortex. Yeah. The cold is not good. You know, what bothers me is when they start naming winter storms now. Oh, I know that's a little ridiculous. That's I, I stupid. Winter storm Albert now yeah. coming in, he's putting his attention on shut up. It just goes to show you that everything is marketing now. Oh, that's true for sure. But that's, that's the 24 hour news and 24 hour weather cycle, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, I think it's absolutely They just ridiculous. do stuff to fill space. Yeah. However, that being said, as everyone knows, I would rather be going back to Minnesota with negative two degrees than staying here at 50 degrees. Because you don't have a Harley. Uh, well, that's, that is true. I do not have a Harley. Yet. No. Maybe I'll get a Harley Quinn puppet for Christmas or wow. something. I don't know. Okay. It's, yeah. That's, that's Harley in nice, the name. Nice reach for that. I, it was a long reach. My arms are getting longer <laughs> day by day. It kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So have you ever, and I'm saying this because I'm just looking on my phone, I um, I get notifications um, because I've got Samsung Pay when my card is used for anything. Mm-hmm. And that's good. And I noticed a couple of charges this morning. Okay. One was Uber. And you and I use Uber. Yep. Uh, from time to time. And so it said Uber pre-auth and it was $1. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's normal. Gas stations often do that, a small pre-authorization and sure, so on. Sure, but did you use Uber? I did not because it was dated yesterday when I was in bed all day with this stupid cold. Um, so uh, that was kind of a red flag. And then I saw a $1.42 from uh, some restaurant called Moe's Burritos. Oh, yeah. Most Southwest, Southwest Burritos. Never great heard restaurant. Of, never heard of it. So what I'll say is um, I was not at Moe's, number one. And number two, if I ever go to Moe's Burritos, the bill's going to be a hell of a lot more than $1.42. Right. So did you It'll call the be bank? probably $28. And yes, and they so it's an Amex. They canceled it immediately, mm-hmm. which is great. And I've seen this has happened to me before on other credit cards. It's They do little charges at first, and then there's a massive one suddenly. Yep. yep. And uh, testing that's the card. how they do it. So yeah, I, I just had something like that happen. Did you on your yep. card? Uh-huh. On my – and it's a card that I don't even – we don't even use. It's It's connected to my bank account, so it's kind of like a – it's a safety net overdraft um, card, oh, like a debit. It's no, it's it's an Amex. Um, oh, okay. It, there's a long story to why we have it. It was never sure. intended to be that, but we just never activated the cards. So the cards are sitting in a file cabinet somewhere, unactivated, and uh-huh. uh, we just we've literally just used it as as an emergency backup, right? Because okay. it's easy to pay off. Um, and then all of a sudden, I get a call from the bank. And I thought the call was fraudulent, but it wasn't. And then I called the I, – what I usually do when I get a call from a bank or something is I don't answer it. I don't talk to them. Or even if I do, I just – I don't give them any information and I hang up. Right. And Smart. then I go in and I get the actual number to the bank and then I call them back. That way I know I'm connected to the real bank. Smart. Yeah. And then so they, they said, yeah, there was a, a $1 charge from whatever place it was. I don't even remember. And, uh, you know, it's – we, we just wanted to make sure that that was either you, but normally when it's such a small charge at a place like this, it's like a Bed Bath & Beyond. It's usually someone trolling and, and someone's got your number and they're just testing yep. and they walked me through it all. And I'm like, yeah. I, and I explained to him, I said, I don't, ha- I don't even have the cards activated. So there's no way that could have been us because we don't use this account uh-huh. um, because it's zeroed out. And um, so, yeah, they did the same thing, canceled all the cards and resent, sent us new ones and yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you got to watch it. And that's, frankly, the card companies now are much more, I'm sure there are new laws in place that I'm not privy to, but they are very helpful when it comes to that stuff. And oh, yeah. so, you know, it's six, six days before I get my card, my new card replacement. But 
And 20 years ago, that would have been a big problem. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yep. I only usually ran with one card that I qualified well, for back in the old days. I think it's probably, if I were to guess, they would probably rather reimburse a dollar or $2.25 than they would $1,500. Well, they were very appreciative because, you know, that's just it. You... If you if you don't notice that stuff, you notice the five hundred dollar one. You don't notice the dollar forty. Right. So it just flukily happened that I looked at the entry when I got the notification on my phone. So how often do you check your bank account or any of your credit cards? Well, I get very seldom. I mean, I pay them and I I do that uh, at least monthly, if not depending upon the balance, a couple times a month. But I get the notifications now. Right. I resisted Samsung Pay for a long time, and I'm not sure why, just because I, I mean, I very seldom use it in the way it's intended, but it's kind of nice to have all your cards in the same place, you know? So. Um, anyway, but that's that they send notifications every time the card is used every time. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know how you are with your phone. If you get a text, I'm going to look and see who it is. And it's the same thing with that. So yeah. I have the I same, I have Apple pay and that's the same thing. Um, my Amex yep. doesn't tell me and I can turn it on, but if, if someone uses the card in person, it won't tell me, but anytime it's, it's the card is not present. It shoots me a, a text that says this was used. I love it. It's a great feature, but I'm, I'm kind of a freak. I check my accounts daily and it's oh, just wow. for that, just to see if there's something unusual in there. But you get notifications, don't you? I, yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, wow. In, I wake okay. up in the morning, I check my email, I check the weather and I check my bank accounts. Hmm. I know I'm a little bit freakish about that, but I don't, yeah, I don't a little bit. Yeah. Again, we, we talked about security in the past and, and what I do to try to stay secure. And that's just one of the things that I do. I will be all over. And I've caught it plenty of times. I, The only time I have ever been uh, caught, or or let me say it took longer than a day for me to catch something, was someone had hacked my Starbucks card, my Starbucks account. Uh And what they did was they, because I had it connected to one of my credit cards, is they kept charging $25 to renew the card, then transferring that $25 off off of my account. And they did that, and they, they got up to $450 before I caught them. Wow. Yeah. I don't check my Starbucks account every day. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. And I, you know what? So I, I have a Starbucks account. I just never use the card or, or never use the, the, app. The, the pay on my phone because when you and I are on the road, we use the corporate card. And um, I'll have to tell you a trick afterwards. <laughs> oh, a trick. Yeah, yeah good. Because I like when I'm all I about getting about the, the corporate card and you're going to tell me a trick. Yeah, well, it's it, you still you still use all of this stuff, but it's there. Yeah, it's a trick. There's a trick to it. Oh, and that's attaching it to your account so you get credit. No, because you can't oh. do that because that's the, the charge is too big. They won't let you do that. It's I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. I'm not going to give away all my secrets on the podcast. Well, I think you just did give away one of your big ones that you're a freak who checks his bank account every well, morning. Well, that's not a secret, though. Well, not anymore. It's I'm, not. I'm I'm proud to say that I'm a freak about stuff like that. Well, I, it's good, but it's like overkill if you're getting notifications, isn't it? How is it overkill if I if it only takes me ten minutes to do every day? Well, that's ten minutes that you could be eating or I don't know ha- having relations with television shows or. YouTube videos. No, I do that at night. I try not to do that in the, during the day. <laughs> Why? Because you're checking your bank account. Exactly. I check the bank account and then I go downstairs and I read a novel. You're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, the king of overkill, Nick Kubik, ladies and gentlemen. That's me. It's Overneck. Overneck. Wow. I don't think so. No. I'm just trying to no. get something to stick. You're doing very well. Thank you. Thank you very You're much. You're very sticky. Oh, thank you all. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Nice Elvis. What is going on in your world? We have well, not really spoken for a haven't. while just because I was gone and all of that. Right. But I did send you a link to the new trailer for the new Ghostbusters. When? And I sent, it was, was it the Ghostbusters or was it something else? The two, the two things oh, I'm most yeah, excited yeah, the about. Ghostbusters movie. I got you. Yeah, I the Ghostbusters you were... movie. 
you were saying trailer and I'm thinking of, of Bill doing a trailer for oh. us. Wait, <laughs> Bill is doing a trailer and it looks like the Ghostbusters ambulance. Oh, Bill, if you're, I know you're listening. I love That's us. what we want. The potty, yes. the potty pod. We want a Ghostbusters potty pod. Ghosty potty pod. Ghosty potty pod. Ghosty pod. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I have to work I'm, on I'm, that. I'm really working on it. So the two yeah. things I'm really excited about, though, both are coming in the summer, which, you know, I wish yep. they would be out now or somewhere where it's not so hot. Um, the uh, new Wonder Woman 1984 has a new trailer that they uh, they let uh, let out here recently. And then the Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters Afterlife, which looks you know, really, really cool. Well, I have to tell you that I... I, when when I looked at it, I thought at first I went really they're so they're turning this hilarious comedy into like a sci-fi thing, and the more I watched the trailer, I thought, oh, you know what, that's a pretty good idea. So speaking of, there yes. is a new program on Netflix, the movies that made us. I think that's what it's titled. It's something like that. And we watched my wife and I watched one or two episodes. We the first one was on. Oh boy. Um, I can't remember. Hold on just a second. I'm going to pull it up. Do just, it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, guys. I'm doing it. It is so rude that you're going on Google while we're I'm not on Google. That's just rude. But I'm not on Google. The movies oh. that made us. Oh, the what? first one was on Dirty Dancing and how it almost didn't get made and that it's actually a low budget movie. And then uh, there was one on Ghostbusters. And interestingly enough, Dan Aykroyd was the one, I'm sure everyone knows that, who wrote the original script for um, Ghostbusters. And it was supposed to be Ghostbusters in the future in space. Uh. So I, and I thought it was very interesting how they got to where they ended up. And uh, so this, this particular one, I, I, we may have talked about this in the past. I say that all the time. I apologize, everyone. But it's true. We talk about a lot of stuff. Do we ever? We, we really do. Anyway, can we just assume that everything we talk about, we have talked about before? I want to assume that. And I tried that, especially yeah. when we were talking about something earlier in the podcast. Yeah. You notice I, I didn't say we've talked about this before, but I know we did. I, I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm working on it. Anyway, so we we had uh, we had talked about um, now I lost my train of thought, John. It's OK. It was Ghostbusters. We were talking about Ghostbusters at some point in the in the past. Yes. But uh Oh, I remember now. So the two, we had the Ghostbusters in 1984, and then we had yep. the next one in 1987 or 88. And then the third not one good. was approved. It was not written by, but it was approved by the original Ghostbusters or Dan Aykroyd. And that was the one with the all-female cast that okay. went completely off the, the, to the to left field. It was not exactly... It was not really following in the vein of Ghostbusters, and it really ticked a lot of Ghostbusters fans off. Concur. Um, I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's a great movie. It just shouldn't have been a Ghostbusters, and that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah. So this one is actually written by Jason Reitman, who is the son of Ivan Reitman, who is the director of the original Ghostbusters. Yep, I and saw also that. the one and he has passed away, unfortunately. Who, Ivan Reitman? Yes. No. I think he has. No, not Ivan. Who's um, who played Egon? Yeah, he passed away. So, and that's where I'm getting. Okay, um, sorry. So, so this, but this has always been in the works. This third Ghostbusters, they're con con they're considering it the third Ghostbusters because they don't want to, they don't want to look at that the actual third Ghostbusters and count that because it doesn't f make the the storyline go forward. Correct. Um, which a lot of the original Ghostbusters had cameos in there, but they weren't playing their Ghostbusters characters. In this one, they're actually playing their Ghostbusters characters. I was curious, because of Egon passing away, how are they going to carry on the story? Well, how they've done it, if you were paying, if you were paying really close attention to the trailer, is these kids that they're showing are the grandchildren of Egon. Cool. Yeah, and that's how they're carrying the story forward. And I think that, I think that was a genius idea, and I, I, I'm look, really looking forward to it. Well, and they're I actually, just, I was watching a breakdown of the trailer and people's, cause you know, they, they have bigger nerds than me that will uh, break these down and try to get little, um, Easter eggs out of it. And one that I heard said that this is bringing it full circle because they're looking at a mine 
where, because in the original one, the tower that they built was built out of a spe very special metal, which is what conducted all of the paranormal activity. Right. And he said, this is, they're showing a lot of mining work and a lot of, of little Easter eggs that point to the fact that this could be the town where they mined that material. Huh. Yeah. Which is why they have paranormal activity there and why Egon had a lab there. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just, um, I, based on the trailer, I was impressed with the direction it was taking. So, uh, yeah, it's, it should be interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And then have you, yeah. have you looked at the trailer for Wonder Woman 1984? Uh, no, and I won't. Oh, why not? Because it does not have, is it Gal Gadot? Yeah. Gal, oh, Gadot, Gal Gadot. She's in it? Yes. She's Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, in the new one, but what's the 1984 thing? That's the title of it. It's 1984. So the first so, one, the first Wonder Woman movie was back during World War One. Oh, so she's going to be older now. Well, no, because she doesn't age. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's lucky. Yeah, you should watch it. There's a great right. uh, blue. There's a song from Blue Blue Oyster Cult in it that they do for the trailer, and they updated it. It's really good. They. Oh, a, a song that they recorded here. It's yeah. not. It's not. Don't fear the reaper, is it? No, 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 no. Mm. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. They've been playing a oh, lot of yeah. scream lately. Speaking of don't fear the reaper, I've you've I've been what scream? Staying at at hotels, and these oh. are hotels for some reason that don't have the option to watch the Netflix or YouTube or anything on the TVs. Oh, so yeah. I, I'm stuck watching real TV. And oh, a lot no. of, yeah, but they've been playing a lot of Scream, like Scream 1 and Scream 2 have been on television lately. I'm like, that's a weird time of year. It's not really a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, no. Well, why don't you, why don't you just hop on your laptop? I do. Uh, <laughs> well, I would do that long before I subjected myself to watching regular TV. I know. I, I don't even know why I did. I think I just wanted the background noise while I was working. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah. I understand that. If I'm actually watching something, I usually watch it on my iPad if I don't have access to that sort of thing. Okay. Since we've had Peyton on the show, yeah, this is a really good transition. Maybe is it? not. That's how my transitions <laughs> go. Um, I, I would love to hear about Peyton's playing in the Nutcracker because it's, it's pretty darn awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she will... Um, have performed four times, uh, and which is interesting. I, I was trying to figure out, okay, do they have one cast and then they just rotate the kids through? No, they actually have four different casts. Wow. So four different Sugar Plum Fairies, four different uh, Mother Gingers, and then four different kids cast. So it's four different shows. Um, and then she performs four times at TPAC, the Tennessee Performing Arts Center with the uh, Nashville Ballet. Um, and that's really, really cool. And then there's also a connection too. I've spoken in the past about my family who lives in San Francisco, the ones we yep. didn't know existed until recently. They're all musicians, uh, or most oh. of them are musicians and they have a really good friend. Um, they all went to, uh, Berkeley, uh, and, uh, in San Francisco or, or near San Francisco, um, and they have, a, I don't know if it's a friend or just an acquaintance who is a conductor. And he has come from Berkeley and is conducting the orchestra for the, the Nashville Ballet Nutcracker. So that's pretty cool. And which is wow. why my aunt's here and why we're uh, kind of crazy this time of year right now, uh, it, just in general. But yeah, we're really excited. We've got a lot of people coming in to, to see her. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. And she's only on stage for, what, a minute and a half or two minutes well, out of a two-hour show. Awesome. And she's still. on stage with the ballet. Yeah. And how, how cool yeah. is that? She's got to just be uh, really excited about she it, is. isn't she? And actually, she's been sick for the past four or five days. She's had a fever and stuff like that. <sighs> They're, you're not allowed to rehearse or even show for um, the show because they don't want the, quote-unquote, real uh, ballerinas or sure. uh, ballet dancers to get sick. Yep. But uh, so we have been drugging her and she has stayed home from school and because she oh. is so excited. Like yesterday, she was fine. She didn't have a, she hasn't had a fever for a while, but um, we just thought, okay, let's, the, this week is a big week. So let's keep her home from school. Yep. Uh, actually, it wasn't last night. It was yesterday, a couple of days ago. Let's keep her home from school anyways, because she, she had a very late um, rehearsal and then we were, it was coming time for the rehearsal and we and looked at her and said, are you sure you want to go? Because yeah, you know, I I know 
you're not necessarily feeling all that great. You don't have a fever or anything, but you're not necessarily feeling all that great. She'd been doing her favorite thing, watching TV all day, which usually when we try to get her to do anything when she's been watching TV, we're met with a huge fight. And she's like, no, I want to go. So remember I I was saying that she doesn't, she keeps telling us she doesn't want to dance and doesn't want to do this while she's dancing around the kitchen. It's a perfect example of that. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. She's so excited. Well, and, and, uh, you know, with, she's been in uh, ballet for how long now? How long has she been? Pretty much her whole life. We just posted it. I don't, no, I didn't post it. There was a picture that came up in my Facebook feed and it was Peyton at like eight months old in, in Jen's arms backstage during a performance. Wow. (laughs) So we call that her first performance. (laughs) That's accurate. Probably. I like it. Well, that is very cool. What a wonderful thing and how cool that uh, so many friends and relatives are, are participating too. Yeah, it'll, it, it's it's pretty neat. I'm excited. Is, She's excited. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand it. Now that my son is 28 or whatever he is, something like that, um, we don't have any moments like that anymore. So we just are waiting for our granddaughter to grow up so we can <laughs> get her involved in that. I don't mean that. My son does awesome stuff. Anyway, they went when he was in college to Carnegie Hall. Oh, wow. Cool. His, the, the band from uh, uh, UW-Whitewater uh, played at Carnegie Hall. And so Lisa and I flew out there. And and in no way am I saying this to like top or whatever. It's just a piling on because as parents we are that's what so we do. Proud that's our of job. our kids, yeah. Anyway, so we we did the whole New York thing. They were staying. I had Hilton points, and I knew you'd appreciate that. So I'm staying at the Hilton downtown uh, in New York City, and it's you know we're five blocks from uh, the Carnegie Deli, which I think since is closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, had like an $80 lunch there. and uh, So you only had just, one sandwich? Oh, my gosh. Well, we only had two. So I had one, which is massive. They were famous for, you know, the yeah. piled high corned beef or whatever. So I had that. And Lisa and Michael shared one. And it was 80-some bucks wow. after drinks. And, yeah, I know. It was awesome. But it's something you got to do, and that's great. And then we had a nice dinner out one night because he was there with the whole – band and uh uh anyway so we got to got to see him play and gosh it was uh it was really impressive very very fun and something you'll never forget yeah i love new york we one of my old companies that i i worked for was a startup had an office in new york so i spent some spent a good amount of time there and that's how to do new york you only stay there for a week or two yep. and you do it on someone else's time yeah for sure that yep. yeah yeah for sure that. And, and it's, I'm not as big a fan. Um, it, it's okay. It, it's just, that's not my MO anymore is, you know, go to the most, the busiest metropolitan area on the continent and, you know, almost the busiest, I guess Mexico city would be busier, but, um, it, it's just, it, it's, you got to go with the right mindset. That's kind of like going to new Orleans. Right. Absolutely. And that's having really the right mindset and, and, the, I love and the right liver. And the right live well. That's New Orleans. Yeah, that's uh, see at Pat O'Brien's for hurricanes. Exactly. That. Oh my gosh. Or oysters yeah. and beer. You have to have a very good constitution. Well, if if you don't, you will have one by the time you're done. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can have that colonoscopy you've been waiting for. Exactly. It'll clean you right out. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. That's all right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, New York City is kind of of its own. It has it has its own personality, and it's but it's totally different from L.A. Totally different from Chicago. Um, but it's yeah, it, it's a it's a wonderful place to make memories. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. But I couldn't is. live there. No, it it definitely would have to be one of those situations. And in New York, you would have to make a lot of money. But it was one of those situations where you'd have an apartment in the city. And then you yep. have a farm somewhere or a house sure, on a right. lake somewhere. That and a lot of people do. And a lot of, a lot of people do. Actually, we, yeah. when we were there, I, I went to, uh, I was there with a coworker who had some friends that, that lived there and they had one car and they had a very small, they had two one bedroom apartments that were connected. And I mean, they were tiny, tiny, tiny apartments on the upper east side, I think, yep. or lower east side. 
I think it was on the, yeah. Anyway, it was a very nice neighborhood, uh, very small apartments uh, connected through a wall. And they paid like four grand a month just for Ooh. those little, two little apartments. And their one car sat for nine months out of the year. Oh. The only time they moved it was to move it to the other side of the street so the, the snowplow could go through. But the only reason they had that car was because it was easier to get to the Hamptons. Wow. Yeah. And that's all they used it for, like once, maybe twice a year, is they would drive to the Hamptons in that car. And that's it? Once or twice a year? Yep. Aren't there trains that go from Grand Central or anything? I would think so. And and I think this was a while ago, so I'm sure I asked the question, but they said it was easier. And they had a kid or two. So I think it was just easier and even less expensive just to have, and it was a little Subaru hatchback or a Subaru um, uh, station wagon. Yep. So it was. It wasn't a fancy car by any means, but but I just think of all the hassle of moving it, you know, and jumping through all those hoops. Right. Yeah. Especially when you're trying. I think that was the part. The the reason they didn't use it all that much is because of parking. Oh gosh. Once they got the parking spot, they didn't want to lose it. Oh, I see. Yeah. So when they were in the city, they just took public transit. But when they actually left the city, they took the car. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, especially from a parking perspective, because that is the that really is a, a game changer. And that's frankly why a lot of people, not just New York, but Chicago as well, those that live downtown, uh, a lot of folks with in lofts and, and, and they're wonderful buildings, beautiful places, but they've gotten rid of their cars if they work downtown or right. work remotely. Right. Because it's, uh, well, now with car it, sharing too, it's four or 500 a month. Yeah. I would be curious to know if this family still has their car or if they've, they've jumped on the, uh, the sh- car share bandwagon because that would make it a lot easier if you've got a car share sure would uh you don't have yeah. to rent a car but you still have access to one that that doesn't fit in my i mean it's probably because of my age but i think it's the car business background too i i want to own my car or i want to lease my have my own car i guess is yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah. and so it's it's tough to get into that mindset but i sure wouldn't mind ubering or you know, there are, that's the beauty of having such a huge population is there are so many different ways to get around yes. in New York City that it's uh, a car just seems. And, and that's why you see so many people arguing for, oh, we need to have mass transit and we need, you know, and and uh, without getting political, mass transit works great in a heavy populated area. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily with light population. Right. And that's what we're dealing with here in Nashville, too. I'm going to send you, if I can find it again, a YouTube video that I found very interesting. It's the 10 reasons not to move to Nashville. Uh, and one of them is because we don't have public transit. We have buses, well, but they're not. And let me not... guess who's writing the article. It's probably not somebody from uh, from Paducah, you know. Right. Exactly. It's somebody from a major metropolitan area who doesn't understand the difference between flyover country and, and a massive city. Right. Well, no, and see, that's the other part of that, this gentleman, too. You watch the video. You you, you see how you, um, what you think of it afterwards. No. But I he talks, talk, he actually talks about it very favorably. favorably. I'd rather react to it before I've seen it. Right. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, uh, you know, that's <laughs> internet uh, usage 101, public yes. or, or social commentary 101. <laughs> Yes, exactly. You're you're one of those social justice people. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but anyway, this this guy was a, the, a couple of the reasons. One was because of public transit. Two, because it's becoming quickly becoming one of the most expensive cities in the country. You know, I saw that, and I have to just to interject real quickly. I saw a thing. There is a company, um, a, a conference from. Um, the uh, uh, Silicon Valley that has pulled out of San Francisco. They've used the Moscone Center in San Francisco for the past, I don't know, seven conferences they've mm-hmm. had. This year they're doing it in Vegas yeah. because of the mess that has become San Francisco, unfortunately. Right. And um, they said San Francisco also has some of the highest hotel rates in the country and they kind of did a side-by-side comparison. They said San Francisco is fourth in hotel prices after Nashville um, and two other cities. I can't recall right now, but, but Nashville was like the most expensive hotel city according yep. to this article. Yeah. It's, it's oh, amazing. Wow. And and we're, we're feeling it here. I, I'm not going to lie. It's 
things are getting more expensive. We're, our groceries have, for the same amount that we, we get, we haven't changed really much of what we buy uh, in the last probably two years, has easily yeah. doubled. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a very expensive city. And even going out, um, I, with the three of us, and keep in mind, my daughter does not eat a lot. She's tiny. With the three of us, I never spend less than $100 on dinner. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's not a high-end restaurant. That's just, that's going out to not, well, not fast food, but, you know, a local place. Sure. It's, it's easy to go over $100. It's, it's amazingly expensive, but we don't have, and we don't have public transit. So people are driving everywhere and, and traffic's getting a lot worse. And sure. it's, it's very, it, but anyway, this, I'll send that to you. It'll be really interesting. And then we can decide whether or not we want to share it with, with our, our fans. Yes. Um, but one of the other things too, which I didn't know is Nashville, uh, and this is landmass, not necessarily population or, or the city itself, but in the metro area, the metro area of Nashville is the fifth largest metro area in the country. Wow. Yeah. So you've got room to grow, and, and I guess that <laughs> people will try to put it all in one category, but that the problem is public transit or that it's expensive. But even in the face of that, it's still one of the, if not the fastest growing city in the country. Yeah. And we still have big businesses that have announced offices here that are, they're still coming as far as we know. So Um, no matter the expense and what they're doing is defining what the market will bear. It's, I have a friend who's a, who's a a hairdresser or a cosmetologist and she's very talented, been doing it for, you know, 25 years or more. And she's getting to the point now where she's too busy. Mm -hmm. And I said, the answer, if you're too busy is to raise your prices. Right. And, and as much as it's problematic, there is a sweet spot. You will suddenly get the right amount of customers if you raise your prices high enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. And it it kind of fixes itself, but uh, it looks like they're still kind of seeking that out in Nashville. What you don't want to turn into is a San Francisco. And again, I'm not cutting on San Francisco. It truly is one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been to. Oh yeah. I love San Francisco. But it has, I, I, yeah, I love the idea of San Francisco. That's a better way to say it. I do not love what it's turned into. And and especially when you look at real estate prices and, and, uh, you know, rentals, oh my gosh, it's just, it's ridiculous yeah. what it is. So those, you know, oftentimes those things, well, it's not a monthly thing, but it's a studio apartment is over a million dollars. Yeah. It's and that's average. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, and, and that's, that was, so I've heard other people on that, that Bellevue thing I was talking about, um, people complaining that out in this particular area we have a large concentration of of apartments just they're just average apartments and nothing special about them but you used to be able to get an apartment here in bellevue one bedroom 700 square feet for about 900 bucks a month which is i mean that's not cheap but it's not it's reasonable reasonable, especially in a growing city but now that same apartment will go for right around um 13 between thirteen and seventeen hundred dollars a month. That's a pretty big jump. Yeah, it's a very big jump, and a lot of people are complaining about that because we're, they're even getting priced out of Bellevue, which that, again, I mean, not the, not a high end, way. but not a low end. Place. It's just like anything, and and we've been dabbling in real estate for some time now, and we're looking at housing prices, and and it's just kind of interesting. We're in the best possible position because we don't have to sell our house. It's just. Uh, we're, we're considering it for a multitude reasons, mainly because, or largely because at least we're, uh, we're, it's just the two of us. We don't need a big 20 for us, a big 25, 2600 square foot house. So, uh, but you look at how people price their houses in relation to how long they're in the market yeah. and it's, it's really telling. So there is that sweet spot for everything, I think. Yeah. And I'm going to tell one quick, one more, this is a, a whole other episode and I think we should talk about it a little bit more because it's interesting, but one other quick thing, when we bought our house here in our neighborhood, we bought, we were probably the most, ex- not that the house itself is the most expensive house, but we paid the highest price of anyone coming into this neighborhood uh, for this house. And people were kind of like, yeah, why'd you do that? And uh, we've lived here now, what did I say? Two years, almost three years. Yeah. And we have houses that are selling for, um, 
at least 20 grand more than we bought ours for. Wow. Excellent. So, and it's, and it's still climbing. It's, it's amazing. um, Well, and the market in, I'm sorry, the market in general is like that. Then it's ours. And we've done a lot of stuff to our house. We've been here 15 years, um, 15 and a half. And you, you know, you look at that sort of thing. uh, Ours has probably gone up. It's almost doubled in value. Um, not quite, but pretty close in 15 years. And it's, gosh, it, you know, it, it, but that's a luck of the draw sort of too, right. depending upon where you are. Because other communities around us aren't quite as attractive uh, financially, I guess, or uh, I guess that's the best way to put it. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't need to live in the most expensive community anymore. We can drive, you know, for us, as long as you and I can get to an airport. Right. Or hit the interstate, it's all pretty easy. Yeah. Well, on that so, note, let's let's. Yeah. I do want to. I want to bring this around to our next episode. I think it's interesting because there are a few teaser. other things I want to. Yeah, it's a teaser, exactly. Yep. Kind of like we teased, by the way, and I have to bring this up before we go. How many people have reached out to me and said, "Your father-in-law is so freaking funny." We had so much fun with Craig. It we was, really did. And I went through the entire broadcast, the entire recording, thinking it was C-R-A-I-G. And as soon as you told me it was C-R-E-G-G, it made perfect sense. (laughs) Well, that's not even his first name. His first name is Randall. But he goes with Craig because it's cooler. Yep, exactly. Randall Craig Church. He has gotten, I I got, well, you you saw some of the Facebook commentary from our buddy Mike and... And a few other people who have said, Craig was awesome. And, yeah. and Bill said the same thing. We'll have to it's, have him on again. That was a lot of fun. And I, I'm sure everyone has seen the posts that I've put up. I've actually been posting some pictures, some what? of his uh, trail cam pictures. Yeah, go up there and look. You should see I a whole bunch of them. I just you hired somebody to do that. Well, I, I, I'm not going to confirm, nor am I going to uh, deny that. <laughs> well, I would love to. But here's what I want to do. Here's the challenge. We need to get in the same room with Craig when we record next time. Well, I was already in the same room with Craig. So yeah, y'all, <laughs> y'all. More importantly, let's be clear. I need oh, to get in. Okay. All right. We need to be in Nashville or some other a central location, Paducah. That would be great. We could do that. Or we could just go to Dollywood. Or we could go to Dollywood, yeah. which is Knoxville, right? Uh, yeah. A little bit further East, but yes, it's, yeah, uh, it, um, uh, oh, what, what is, is the name of it? Um, Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg. Thank you. Yeah. No. That general area. They have some great cabins with high speed internet. You- they do well, and so we stayed not far from Gatlinburg, a couple, about an hour and a half ride by motorcycle. But we went, and just as an aside here quickly, uh, we went to Gatlinburg. I've never seen so many four wheel geezer scooters in my <laughs> life. There were literally, literally hundreds of them. Literally. Yes. <laughs> and it was amazing. So apparently these hotels say, and you'll have a nice uh, two-bedroom suite and two scooters. Yep. I, I had no concept of any of that. But yeah, yeah it's, it is quite a uh, tourist it's an experience, trap. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. All right. Well, so let's uh, let's talk about more. That would be another uh, good thing to talk about. So, yeah, you know, and if you have any other suggestions, head up to our social media uh, places, our our accounts or whatever they call them. I don't even, I, I say it every day. And, and I, for some reason, when I get to this point and I start talking about it, I, I can't, I sound like an old person. I want um, you, well, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, I want you to just record it where you can press a button. It'll say the same crap every time. I should do that. That's a great idea. Well, well but use like an old school tape recorder with a cassette and everything. Mm, Maybe not. No. I know how you don't care about audio. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, they do say that audio is better on tape, and then they also say audio is better on vinyl. So, you know who yeah. who really who really knows? Do you have a record player? I do have a record player. We've talked okay, about that we're, before. We're gonna. I want to talk more about that. Okay. All right. Our Sounds good. But anyway, step. head up to our website pottymiles.com. You'll find uh, links to our social media, and you can also see uh, some of our past episodes that are sitting there, um, as well as something that you and I will be pre-recording at some point, maybe or doing live. I don't know. But we have um, some opportunity there for you guys to spend some money to help us support this podcast. So yes. check out some of those pages up there as well and check out some of our, our partners. Uh, anyway, John, anything else to add? 
it has been a treat hanging out with you today, Nick, and as guess, usual. Guess what? I forgot to mention this, and it's a big deal. This is our 50th episode. What? Yes. It's our 50th episode. Wow. Yeah. Not a very you know exciting one, but you know. You know what that means. We have 50, or we have two more to do before the end of the year. <laughs> and then we're done. Yeah. Yes. Did we start January 1st? We The first week in January, yeah. Gosh, you have a good memory. Uh, not really. I okay. have I have a computer screen in front of me. Oh, that's what it does. Right. I'd rather have a computer screen in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. That's exactly. <laughs> no, that's a bottle in front yeah, of me. Yeah, that's exactly. That's it. Yeah. Okay. All right, pal. You have a fantastic day. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Have a fantastic day. I hope you feel better. Thanks, pal. See you, everybody. Bye.